Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another Supercoach preview. Similar to our Nathan Cleary halfback options, I think the best front row forward option is obviously Payne Haas, the absolute weapon that he is. I think he'll probably be, without doubt, he'll be owned by nearly every playing team at some point during the year. He's just that talented. A tick under 600,000 at 559,000 is an absolute steal, in my opinion, at the moment. Um, So you have to start him. And then again, the question is, uh, who do you play with? Do you go the do you go a cheap option? Do you go another gun? To me, you can go gun. You can go double gun here. I think there are five great options to go with Payne Haas in your front row. So again, Payne Haas right now is 53% owned at just under 600,000. He had a 68 average last year, played 20 matches. It's incredible that's not higher than 53. But like I said, I think a lot of players are going to be going gun or going three cheapies next to Payne Haas. I'll tell you why I think you should go two guns. And we'll start with number five on the list here. I've got Christian Welch from the Melbourne Storm. Christian Welch averaged 59 last year, played 19 games. To me, one of the most underrated fours in the comp. I've always thought that the last two years. I think, especially this year, Melbourne has got some questions in their forward pack. Uh, They've got a lot of players leaving next year. I think Welch is one of those guys. He is locked up now, 27 years old. This is the year I think we kind of look at him as a top three prop. If we don't already think it, I think there's a chance he can really have uh, Dalian prop of the year performance because to me, the the running will be there, the offloading will be there, the, the keeping the defense middle of the pack. I think for me, Christian Welch right now, he is 519,000. I think it's really, it's only 3% owned right now. So he's a bit of a pot option. If you look at some of his scores, again, he only has the one ton, but his averages... It is it is interesting, right? So last three year, last four years since he broke it in, 28, 43, 51, 59. He is getting better every year. This year, I think he could go close to a 65, maybe even a 67, 68. Again, I think there'll be minutes for him. I think he will be peaking around the 55, 60 minute mark. I think he has got the motor to do that. I think he'll be definitely offloading the ball a lot. Again, you've got guys like Kamakamika, Nass under question marks. You got Jay Brom and K Brom who's leaving next year. You got Brennan Smith leaving next year. You got Fanukan who's not there this year. You got a lot of young guys or inexperienced veterans that are on the bench and the alternates. To me, Christian Walsh is the unquestioned leader of the front row. And I think he at 519,000, he's no nowhere near going to lose money. He's only going to increase. I could see him getting, you know, up around that 620 mark and sitting there for the rest of the season. He's just a set and forget every week. So Christian Welch for me is one of those guys. You, just, you pick him and you feel safe because you know you're going to get a 60. You could possibly, if you could snag a try or an, or an assist, get close to that 80, 90 mark and happy days in your front row. But we'll move on to the next guy on the list because, again, there, there is quite a few options. We're going to go with Tino Fasulmala Aoi. Uh, spoke about him in the in the captain's pod, but he is incredible value right now. Um, you know, he was a lot of people got burnt last year and they were off him. He's a second row eligible this year. I've got him at 13% owned, average of 56 last year. He is 493,000 right now. So under 500,000 for a guy who's just been named club captain, back to back 56 and 57 averaging years, uh, seasons. His minute per game 
went up to 60 minutes. So he's getting a real big workload now, played 21 games last year. It's only up for Tino. And again, he's someone who can slot into your second row and easily bring him up. His averages and his, his high score ability, he's got so much base in him. You know, that's that 56 is just alone in base. And that's probably unders right now. Um, but if he can snag a try, he can get a lot more offloads in a game. To me, I just think he's way unders. He's got to be around the 600,000. He'll end up around the 600,000, in my opinion. And again, you can put him in your second row, you can put him in your front row. To me, him and Payne Haas in your front row, you just set it and you leave it for the for the year because, again, he's not going to go down. I don't, I don't think he'll have the low patch like he had last year. I think it's going to be only up and up. And he's now he's now the club captain. There's a responsibility. He's 21 now. Just remember that. He's 21. So he was he was 19, basically, as he was doing, you know, bursting on the storm, running off Cameron Smith's inside balls. This is his team now. He's played origin. He's, he's matured into a player at 21 that... Most won't even in a whole career. So, from a super coach perspective, you're getting that under five hundred thousand plus the jewel of eligibility. It's a no-brainer to me. So Tino is great value. But we'll move on to the next player, and it's my man Junior Paulo, who is even more somehow underrated and had a bit of a mystifying year last year. So the model of consistency in games played 19, 22, 20, and twenty one the last four years. His averages in the last three is fifty eight, sixty four, fifty six. Uh, I did average the 56 last year. He is valued at 487,000, which to me, for a guy like Junior Paulo, is incredible. He's he averages around the 55 minute mark, so his points per minute you're gonna you're gonna at least get the 55 just in in absolute base. But again, this Parramatta team I think has a chance to do something this year. I don't think they're gonna win the combo. They can be in that top three, top four all season. I think they've got the cattle to do it. You look at again. There were a lot of players leaving their forward pack as well, similar to Welch. So I do think Junior Paulo and Regan Campbell-Gillard would need to do the bulk share of the work. And basically, if you're getting Junior Paulo at under 500000 with a chance to get up to, you know, top money here, you know, right now, Isaiah Papali is the highest rated prop at uh, 688000 He's 12% owned. It did average near 79 last year, but you know, he's leaving next year. There was a little bit of times where he was coming off the bench at the end of last season. I think for the difference of basically 200,000, you could go Junior Paulo, stick him in the front row and just be happy with it. Because again, him and Payne Haas together, um, you got offloads, you got running meters, you got tackle busts, you've got good defense. I just think Junior Paulo for me is just vastly underrated. At 28 years old, he's going to be hitting his peak here. And again, you look at the averages and, you know, can he get some big scores yeah like against four teams he's got uh tons it's just it's lined up again you, you got to look at the situation it's not just the player and the price you got to look at the situation and again Parramatta is stable there are guys leaving next year so there's going to be you know who is our leader i think Campbell gillard and paula will go back to back the minutes is there he's not going to go under 50 he's going to be around the 55 minute mark and he's always had good points per minute so junior paula for me is an absolute steal of 486,000. I'd love to have a lot of these guys in there, but again, you've got to have players that can consistently tump in your halves and your fullbacks, but great options to go with Payne Haas. Number two for me is Josh Pabali. To me, one of the forgetting, forgotten guys of Supercoach um, because, again, he's he's one of those guys that can, you know, win you a game. That That is Josh Pabali. He, uh, he got a 59 average last year. He's 2% owned. He's priced at 522000 Look at his average scores the last four years. He has not gone below 60, 64, 65, 63, and 60. Total games played, again, model of consistency, 22, 23, 19, 20. 
His average points per minute per year, he's been over 1.2 the last three years. Everything I'm saying is he's he is the model of consistency in the front row, and you're getting it at around 500,000. He's got the ability to ton. He is tunned up against six different teams. He's got another 95 and a 94 and a 98 and a 93 and a 94 and a 97. This guy has the ability every year to ton up. And the fact that he, like, it's it's crazy to me he is 2% owned. Because you look at some of the other guys, like, he's obviously the sixth highest valued prop right now. And all the other ones are, you know, going up 4, 7, 12, 28, 53, like, the fact that Josh probably is not in that, and a lot of the depth has been churned out of the the Raiders pack. Yes, his his average minutes per game was at forty eight last year. There was a couple of things working against him. He had an injury, had a couple of suspensions. They had all the different rumors and shuffling of the pack at the Raiders that won't be there this year. Their depth in the forwards is low. I think he goes right back up towards a fifty five minute per game average, and I think this is a big year. He's twenty nine years old. Um, he's going to be coming in in good shape. I'm all about Josh Papali this year. Again, in draft especially, are we loving to get Josh round three, round four? I think he is that guy that I'm going to stick in the front row and just know I'm going to get a 60 every week at a minimum. And now I can go close to a ton. Uh, I, I'm all about Josh Papali this year. I think he's just vastly underrated. And the fact that he's only 2% owned, again, I, I'm not sure if I will go with him because the number one play here, I will probably want to partner up. But it is tremendous value, but we will go to that number one player now. It is Adam Fanua Blake from the New Zealand Warriors. Just one of these guys that when you look at the the first price drop when the, the app opens, you kind of have to just like quickly double check. He's only 505,000, averaged a 57 last year. He's at 9% ownership. So we just look at a couple of stats for him. Games played is a bit of a worry. He's played 15 games the last two years after averaging uh, after doing 24 and 20 the two before. His points per minute is still above a uh, point per minute. His minutes game played, he's back up to a 55 near a career high. And his average scores has dipped each of the last three years, 66, 60, and 58. But he did have a big injury last year. To me, Adam Fanua Blake, he just got the big contract. He is the leader of this Warriors pack. He when he was playing last year at the start of the year, they were a real threat and they were looking very good. You look at his uh, average scores and his max scores. He's got a really big score. 142 was his biggest score. He's got a couple of 90s in there, a couple of 80s as well. Another guy like Josh Poplar that you can play, you just know you're going to get a 60-65. And then on, on the occasional week, you'll get the 90 to 100 that can win you around or get you a nice couple of thousand rise ranking in the... Overall, to me, Adam Fanil, Blake, and Payne Haas would be an absolute gun, no question, starting front row combination. I've got both of them in my team right now. I've got Adam Fanil, Blake as a top of the third round draft pick. To me, I think you've got the option to try and go large in your first two picks, and then you can go absolute base stack god in Adam Fanil, Blake, matchup proof captain wise. Obviously, you don't want to be getting 130 as a captain, but on a week where you know you're safe and you just got to, you know, write a score late week captaincy of Adam Fennell Blake can get you across the line more times than not. So as I said in the halfback one with Nathan Cleary, in the front row, it's only Payne Haas. You've got to go with Payne Haas at the price he's at, but there are some very nice options. I've, again, I've seen if you're trying to get Cleary and Turbo and Teddy and Cherry Evans or Hughes in your team and Brian Toto and Ruben Garrick, Dave Fafita, there's a lot of options. And, 
one of the easy places to trim your your money is from the front row. But again, this year, I think there is a real option to go two to three guns in your front row and just lock down 180 in base in your front row. I think there's a real chance to do that this year. And again, there's some very, very nice prices. All these guys right around that 500K mark, there is some money to be made in the front row. And you can use that to downgrade later in the year for a cheap that comes through. Uh, you can just ride them throughout the whole year. There's a lot of options in the front row, and it's one of the more intriguing ones. I think after the top seven or eight, it does drop a little bit. Uh, so in a draft league, I would recommend grabbing one of those guys early because, again, it's just a guy that can just lock in and just you know what you're going to get for 20 rounds a year. But we'll leave it there, guys. Uh, again, the front row is very interesting, and we'll be coming back with more Supercoach pods as we get closer to the season and kickoff. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day, and we'll hear from you soon. Cheers.